God plus two in you. Matthews 18 and 20. For a two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. There is power in unity when you gather in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's get into the episode. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ryan. And your girl, Chris. And welcome back to the 14th episode of God Plus Two in You. Before we get into the episode, make sure you go like, comment, and subscribe on the platform you're listening on. Um, we're going to get straight into it, and today we're going to be talking about repentance. So we're going to be hitting points on what it truly means to repent, what repentance is, and, you know, I'm just going to hit some points. And so the Greek definition, I have a Greek and a Hebrew definition of what repentance is. The Greek definition is change of mind, and then the Hebrew definition is to change direction, to change direction, to turn around. And so that those two words create what repentance really is like so my definition of repentance is to you know be sorry for your sins and to ask for forgiveness for those sins it means the changing the way you live and changing your heart and mind what do you have about it i have what is repentance repentance is asking for forgiveness of your sins how you lived or what you've said then you turn from those things so something similar and not to continually fall back into those things. Repentance offers forgiveness of sins. Like God offers us forgiveness from mm-hmm. those things. We're not condemned or supposed to just continually live in those things like stuck. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Um, Romans 2. And it starts to hit on like, you know, you judging, like you condemning others, but you're doing the same thing. So that's what it shows that God is not, um, he's not a condemner. And on verse four, it's like, you know, on verse three, it's telling like you, you condemn them, but you're doing the same thing or even worse, something else. And then verse four is like, so they overlook the goodness of God. So the goodness of God is what leads people to repentance. So it's not our place to condemn others and try to, you know, get them to ask for forgiveness. They have to feel it in their own heart, you know, to um, ask for repentance from God. And I have basically like, when you when you apologize to somebody, like you know, when you ask for forgiveness for somebody, they have to you know give it to you, right? So if I say, "Oh, cry, do you forgive me?" and you have to say, "Yes," if you're gonna forgive me, that's how you know that's how God works. Like, I don't think He forgives. Does He forgives us if we don't ask for forgiveness? Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, if you ask, you repent and you ask Him for Him to forgive those sins, right? Okay, yeah. God calls us to repentance. He said it even in the Old Testament to repent. And in the New Testament, it is kind of more like present because it says repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. So repentance is a at the moment thing, waiting to repent. And you're not promised that next time to say, Lord, forgive me, can lead you to hell because repenting is not letting go of that sin. Mm -hmm. So he calls us to repentance many times, especially from the things of this world. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's also Mm -hmm. what repentance is. It's a renewing of your mind. That's how you don't continually fall back into those habits, you know. So in Luke 5, 32, it says, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And I put, we live in a world that begin that's beginning to embrace sin and evil and call it good. And 
that deceives a lot of more people to fall into those things and they don't repent from it because they think it's good in their mm -hmm. eyes, you know, or they think that's what they want. But the norms don't change. What God said is evil is evil and what is good is good. But society doesn't come up with that. So yeah. we have to, oh, that's the scripture, correct and love. We can, we're not saying like condemn those who are living in sin, but you can correct them in love and mm -hmm. in truth because some people don't know the truth. I was watching the evangelist guy he was telling people, some people legit haven't heard the gospel. There are some people who have not heard the gospel, but have just heard society and think that's just the truth. And that's how you can live mm -hmm. or you should live. So mm -hmm. like if you correct them or tell them the truth, you know, that can lead to repentance as well. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. Um, I read something about that as well today. And like to, you know, backpack of what I basically just said about Romans 2 and 4, um, how they like overlook God's riches, which is his riches, is tolerance and patience. Like, you know, how you, you can't condemn others. Like, yes, you can correct correct them with love, and which is not condemning. In their eyes, it may seem like you're condemning and judging them, of course, but you're not. And just how God, that's where God's grace, the tolerance and patience that literally God's riches shows his grace as well. Like, um, how he's patient with those who turn their back on him and still is not living with him. Like he still sticks, you know, he still is waiting. He still is waiting for them. And even though, you know, they're not showing signs of interest to him. So that just shows like how patient and loving God is in waiting. Like he literally, that's where the call for repentance comes. Like he, he doesn't show them wrath. So they don't have to be like, okay, yeah, you, you know, He's that guy, you know, they always said he was. Like he, they, uh, they'd be ready to stereotype him. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry. But um, why is repentance important? I put it's important because, sorry, y'all, my words not, they slurring. But it is important because it shows that you are aware of the sinful nature that you're in. And a true repentance to God includes evidence of change of behavior, which is pleasing to God. And so it's not even, you can't say, you know, you can confess with your mouth, but God knows your heart. So he knows if you really mean it or not. And by the ways, the actions, like if you change it or not. And so um, I have basically, um, basically at first this morning, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like I was like, I read Isaiah and Isaiah, he was talking about how, no, I was talking about how his sorrow showed his regret. And so, like, while doing so, the angel grabbed burning coil and cleansed him. And so I thought, like, that may be a repentance, you know. He still changed his way, but then I started seeing scriptures saying, sorrow is not repentance. You can't be, you can be sorry and not repent. And so repentance is an action word, like it's an act of coming to God, not or how you feel or you know, if you're crying and stuff, because you still can be, you know, you still don't repent. And so then basically in Second Corinthians 7 and 10, it says godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation. And so that's the sorrow that is okay, because godly sorrow leads to repentance. Just, just sorrow leads to death. And so godly sorrow cannot be measured by feelings or tears, but by the outcome or by the act of your actions you know, in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, because if you're just crying and you're still sinning, that is not saying, Lord, forgive right. me. And we, I mean, I'm guilty of it because you do it because you think, 
if you just say this, well, yeah, when we're little, like, if you just say, Lord, forgive me, or I repent, it just, like, clears every everything, but it doesn't. Like, you have to actually mean it. Yeah. And that's when we mature and, you know, you mature in Christ, then you start to basically, you, you start to understand. Yeah. I also have, it's important for repentance because it keeps us close to God. If you don't mm-hmm. repent, you're just living on sin. You're building up those sin. And that keeps us farther. That's what sin is. Sin is what keeps us away from God. That's why God had to send Jesus mm-hmm. because he couldn't dwell with us in the Old Testament. He couldn't dwell with them because of so all the sin that they had. He said, I can't be with y'all much longer because of all the sin. So that's why it's important to repent. Repent is change. And right, change, yeah. you know, allows God to step in. That's what that's what it is. And um, on this scripture, Luke 13, 5, it literally says, repent or perish. It is. I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Mm. That's why it's important because sin leads to death. Like she said, that's sorrow leads you to death if you're if you're not changing what you're doing. Mm. You know, it's no you can be sad all you want, but if it's not changing, you're still going to hell. You can still be a good person, mm-hmm. and if you're not living for God, you can still go to hell. So that's what I was reading. He was saying sorrow, sorrow leads to death in that way, and also in the way where. It doesn't like godly sorrow. It hurts, but God—that's where God is changing you. The sorrow of this world is, oh, like you—you—it makes you feel depressed. It starts. That's where the, all the enemies tactics come in. The godly sorrow, God is—you know—you're sad, but He's changing you, and you know, you know what's wrong. You know, you see, you're aware of the sins. You ask for forgiveness, so God starts to work in your life in that way. But when you're sorrowful, just you know, just to be sad and you know crying that starts to lead to death and i read i gotta find it for y'all but it was basically a man he one of the men he had godly sorrow in the bible and then one of them he ended up killing himself because he didn't want to repent his sorrow i don't know i I gotta find it don't even put it in there Um, i read it i gotta find it okay well, um, conviction also leads to repentance. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit gives us conviction on the things we do. So it's basically it's like before you sin, mm-hmm. you get convicted, or I think it's after. I'm not, I think it's, it could be both, but you um, it leads you to repent because it's like it, it literally makes you feel like oh, oh, like I shouldn't have said it or I shouldn't have done that. Lord, forgive me. Mm-hmm. And that's all repentance is. That's my next thing is you may fall into the sin. We're not saying all right, you repent. And you better not fall back into it like mm-hmm. no more. Like that's yeah. why repentance is so graceful and important because it's something we have to continually do because that's mm-hmm. we're living in a flesh suit. We have to continually like repent yeah. from those sins because you will fall back into them sometimes because the enemy is constantly at work, you know. But mm-hmm. all you have to do is say, "Lord, forgive me and truly turn me from it. Cleanse my heart. Search my heart, Lord." Help me in the areas I'm lacking in, you know, because it is, it's literally that simple. He didn't, he wouldn't call us to do it if it was something that would take something we couldn't do. Like he wouldn't right. call us to do it if it wasn't, if we weren't capable of doing it. Um, I don't know. Did I say Luke 15, 7? Um, I think you have, but what is it? Does the it, sick? The heaven. Oh, no, man. I don't think I did. Luke 15, 7. I say to you that likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner 
who repents, I think I did, than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. Mm -hmm. So like that shows the importance of repentance too. Like even heaven's rejoicing over your your every time, not even when you repent one time, every single time, Mm -hmm. even over the littlest sin fall, because even in God's littlest sin is still still a big sin. But so even when you repent from that little thing or that big thing, they're rejoicing because that's a win that's a victory over the enemy thinking he had one up on you and he doesn't right yeah like she was saying that we would rejoice they the angels in heaven rejoice off of one sinner than the ones who basically you know that didn't sin and so that's what when she was coming off well she already said that but i we have majority of the same points and yeah that's nice okay and so nice. I have what that we have, like, we kind of yeah. piggybacking without being with each other. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. I have this point. I feel like I ate this up, y'all, but maybe not. Um, Just like faith without works is dead, repentance without change is pointless. And I was reading in, what, is, what was it? Dang, I forgot to put the scripture down, but it's like saying how faith and repentance go together. And I was like, okay, like, I thought I was tripping, but I really, I like that. I have to find out a scripture on that. Okay. And it said in David, when, like, what is, what can repentance look like? And so in, not David, in Psalms 51, David, um, he did this and he was, he basically, first he acknowledges his sin so he was aware of his sinful his sinful nature and that's like with us too you know you have to actually acknowledge it and you know it's wrong and so that's where the first step to change comes in and then the second thing he did he asked for forgiveness and then he asked god to renew his like to renew him in his heart to help him you know change his ways and he also you know he you know he he used like what he was going through, like what he was sinning for. He has got to help, like use that to help others who were doing the same thing and lead them to repentance as well. And so I was like, that's another way like God can use us. And yeah, that's nice because I didn't know that the Old Testament they had to repent to. Yeah, well, Psalms is the Old Testament. Psalms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. <sighs> And it's an old testament. That's nice. But um also though you may feel like you're far from God, that's another pe that's another reason people may not come to repentance because they feel because it does make sense. Like if you feel like you're still in that sin and they're like, you know, I'm still in the sin, I don't want to repent because God's gonna condemn me. You know, that's the thought process of not wanting to repent because you don't wanna be judged especially by god like and so though you may feel too far gone and unclean god still loves you and forgives you his grace and mercy is sufficient so like if you put your if you think about it you don't you know you don't get all cleaned up you don't you can't do it all by yourself like god that's god's work so repentance may not even start in the beginning like of you walking with Christ. It does just because you walk with Christ doesn't mean that you just immediately repent for all because you know you may not know. 
And so you could be walking with Christ and then you realize, okay, I need to repent for the things in the past though that still may be lingering. And so while God is cleansing you up <clears throat> and changing your heart, like repentance comes to play because he's helping you. And although you have to do put effort in as well, like his, you know, his spirit is burning everything else that's not of him. Yeah, that's where condemnation, condemnation is what makes you feel far away, makes you think you can't come back to him. When you fall into that thing, condemnation is of the devil. It keeps you in fear that God is not going to forgive you, that he's angry at you, but he's not angry at you. He's just wanting you to repent. Is that simple? Yeah. Um, so condemnation is not from God. Uh, Romans 8 and 1, there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirits of your walking with God, there is no condemnation for you. There's just correction. Mm -hmm. God is here to correct us, not condemn us. He He condemns those who are living in sin habitually on purpose. Like yeah. if you're purposely living in sin, he's going to condemn you in the end because you, you're choosing to live in sin. But yeah. repentance is choosing to not you know keep living in that mm -hmm. sin you're choosing god over that sin and then mm -hmm. um this one i've been left you know on second peter 3 and 9 through 10 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us um our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we say that we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word isn't in us mm -hmm. so yes we all sin we all have failing falling short to sin that's the, in romans like yeah we all have sin but mm -hmm. when you know the sin that you fell into like just repent from it mm -hmm. that jesus came and died for our sins he he's covered that but we have to continually repent from those things because like i said we live in a world full of sin we live in a flesh suit that just has the desire to sin mm -hmm. you know and so that's why he says all right keep repenting he's so clearly he he said repent from the old testament to the new testament to current times like we're he's calling us to repent mm -hmm. all the time that's just what we have to do that's what um they were saying that's the first word of most people's most of the books in the bible is like repent for uh, you know the lord is at hand repent for it like that was calling for repentance like crazy when they when um in matthews when they was baptized and they was like repent and mind you um the Pharisees, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, uh, how you say it? Sadducees. Sadducees. They were coming running to get baptized for repentance and stuff. And so, who was baptizing them? John. So, yeah, 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 John. And so he was like, um, like, how dare you come running knowing you haven't repented, knowing you haven't had a change of heart, trying to get baptized. And so, what he was saying in Matthew 3 and 8, therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. So they were still like saying all this, like they was acting like they was excited for the Messiah to come, and you know, but John knew in their in their hearts they were like still their fruits were rotten. So he was that's what he stated: bear fruits worthy of repentance. And so, um, you can't be you know that's where the actions come in. You can't be saying like, "Oh, I repent," and you don't act on it and show that you repent truly with your actions and then your change of thought and all that. So that all that comes with coming to God as well. And when you said the we're not condemned when we're in Christ, I was thinking like if you're still, when you're double-minded, 
um, after you repent, you still, it's not a true repentance because repentance is also like choosing, you know, choosing God. So like, even if you don't feel like you still have to choose him, which, you know, shows the, you know, the genuine, a genuine repentance to him. Yeah, and also I heard of repentance and trust, which we heard last night, trust. So you repent yeah. and trust that, you know, you're forgiven from what you just repented from. Mm-hmm. Don't think, okay, well, that I'm just over here just saying stuff or God's not mm-hmm. listening or he doesn't forgive me. But you repent and truly believe that you're changed from that thing. Like, you know, truly turn from those things. Right. And that's all I have. That's all I have as well. Um, oh, also, don't abuse God's grace uh, because a lot of people think, you know, Jesus died for our sins, so why not? Why I can't keep sinning? That's mm-hmm. a major way to hell because, yes, Jesus died for our sins, but for us to not sin, not to keep sinning. Mm-hmm. So don't get that confused with God's grace. God's grace is, okay, you, you've fallen. I forgive you, get back up. Mm-hmm. Not you falling, keep falling. I, I ain't worried about you, keep falling. I'm, you know, I'm, you're covered, right. keep falling. No, because that's the giving footstool to the enemy. Mm-hmm. So don't listen to that lie of the enemy. Um, I also have repent before praying, worshiping, or reading so God can receive it because it can just, what people say, go into an empty ceiling. You can just be doing it. And God is like, if you are not pure at the heart, or if you're not repented, I, he can't receive it, you know, because that's who he is. He's pure. Um, sin is a barrier, but asking for forgiveness removes the footstool that the enemy has in that situation or in you. And yes, Jesus died for our sins, but we're also in a continual battle, a battle of choosing to walk holy, not fall into guilty or ignorant to the tactics of the enemy. So if you think of sin, I'm not saying, if you think of repentance like faith, so it's like, you like faith. You can say, oh, I have faith, but in your heart, you believe you have faith. Is that like repentance? Like you can say you you can say like you repented, but do you believe that you're forgiven? That's like the same or what? Like if you don't believe in your heart that you're forgiven, what does that does that hinder anywhere? I feel like it might because it says don't, you know, don't doubt. So if you're like, I'm forgiven and your heart's telling you, oh, me, me not. Then you're not trusting him at his word. Uh, he said that, you know, if you repent, you're forgiven. Then you're not trusting him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Okay, that's the, um, you done? We're going to wrap it up, you guys. Um, I'm going to end it off with the prayer. And we hope y'all got something out of this. And, you know, choose, like, you can repent right now, y'all. Just well, <laughs> well, if you truly mean it, and if you are born again, you're on a walk with Christ, and you know you have a change of heart in things, you can still repent just to, you know, just to be sure, you know, that you have that you don't have any unrepentance, you know. And so we're gonna end this off in prayer. Father God, I thank you for giving us the wisdom to, you know, tell them about the truth and the importance of repentance i pray that you help us to repent of anything unclean in us anything that is not like you anything we feel fallen in that we repent right now father god that cleanse us make us new renew our hearts and i pray for the 
listeners, everyone who listens, Father God, that you search their hearts as well. Bring up anything in them that needs to be repented of and that they repent from their hearts or truly repents to truly turn away from it, Father God. And I pray that you help us also to correct others in love that will lead them lead them into repentance also. Um, I pray this listens and I pray this reaches those who needs to hear it and that you protect the airways of it going out and bless this word. Uh, thank you for this word. Glory to you. In Jesus' my name, I pray and say amen.